Sports is recorded in Harrisonburg, Virginia, in the heart of the Shenandoah Valley. Starring Dave. Surprising little fun fact, King Griffey Jr. was the first number one overall draft pick to go into the Hall of Fame. Chris. ALCS MVP for the Houston Astros. Gary Sanchez. Brad. You're a professional. Act like you've gotten criticism before because obviously you have. And Joe. Yeah, Chris Davis is awful. And now, 4D Sports. And welcome to another episode of 4D Sports. Joe, Chris, and, or excuse me, Joe, Dave, and Brad with me right now. We're going to bring Chris in in a few minutes. But uh, first, actually, Brad is just going to be listening because Dave and I are going to open up the podcast by talking about the game we went to Saturday night in Covington where the Lumberjacks took down the Charlottesville Tom Sox 4-3 in 10 innings, winning on a walk-off sack fly. Dave, it was a really good game. Uh, we were impressed. There early on, it looked like both teams were going to maybe struggle, and then both pitchers settled in, and the bullpens looked great. And it wasn't, like I said, until the 10th, and Covington used some of that speed to their advantage. Yeah, it was really a great all-around game. You got to see a little bit of everything. Uh Gave up some runs there in the beginning, and then, like you said, the pitchers calmed down, and they kind of went back and forth there for a while. And then uh, the bullpens both did a really good job, just gave it up in the end there for Charlottesville. They won a couple key plays by Covington. Yeah, some, they – Some big chances by – Stole second, mm-hmm. and then he got over to third. Yeah, on a, a throwing error, got him to third. And then the next pitch, I think it was, uh, they brought him in. Yeah, it was a sack fly, yep, to left field. So really worked out for Covington, like you said. Uh, they, they had a great game. We even saw a home run from Trevor Rogers, who we'll, you'll hear from here in a few minutes and we, when we interview him. But he had a great night. It, it was just really the kind of game where that's what you want to see in the league. You saw some good pitching. Both teams had pitchers brushing into the 90s. Uh, I think the the one Covington reliever that ended up getting the win, he was brushing 89 uh, and Charlottesville had a guy touching in the nineties there. And so you saw good pitching. You saw some good hitting, even when they weren't scoring, they were usually at least one hitter. Every inning was finding a way to get on base. Yeah. And you said, we saw a few web gyms. Uh, the one second baseman for Covington had a, a diving stop up the middle to end the inning that really saved the game late. Uh, Covington was running a lot. Charlottesville, I think had a few uh, stolen bases. We thought Covington might, uh, shot themselves in a foot a little bit trying to steal third with one out and they got caught but they were uh, able to come back from that yeah came back in a later inning and got that win uh also saw some fans which are nice and i'm would give you a shout out but i don't want to butcher your last name unfortunately it's becoming a theme this year for me when i'm interviewing people so i don't want to i don't <laughs> want to do it right now on the podcast but uh we had a lot of fun meeting them and uh, we had a good time in covington it's always a drive down there but like i said on the Twitter uh, when I got back here to Waynesboro that night it's it's always a drive to Covington but usually we have a good time uh the Lumberjacks I don't, I don't know who does the PA there but man great tunes tell you, all they, night long they're definitely a fan-friendly uh park environment if you want to go see a game it's free admission to Covington um they rock the jams you never know what you're going to hear over the PA I do like the you t- talked about the little radar they have in center field you can see what the pitchers are throwing it is, it's a fun place to watch a game. Absolutely. Uh, Brad, you've actually been to Covington as well. Uh, talk about, you know, 
it was a couple years ago, but you, you've been to Covington. Yeah, I don't remember the radar gun out there. Um, yeah, that might be news. I don't remember it last year either, either, unless we just didn't notice it. Yeah, I like that. I think that's, you know, at this point, a lot of people could probably incorporate that if they wanted to. Um, uh, a lot of that is, though, where they're playing. You know, some people play at high schools or uh, fields that are run by parks or something, and I guess that's not really in their budget to put that in. Oh, that, this was at a high school, Covington High School. Oh, well, that's cool that they... They do that then. Um, yeah, that's really rare and also really awesome at the same time. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, never fails. I, when we went, they were playing, what, the Jock Jams soundtrack. It's it's changed. They it wasn't Jock Jams this time. They didn't, yeah, they, they didn't sneak that one past us. We, we knew every song on that, and they, we knew exactly what CD. They throw some of the oldies in there at you. They got some new songs, some <laughs> songs you never expect to hear at a, a <laughs> sporting event. It was blackout nights. So they were wearing the black jerseys yeah. and black pants, which Brad wouldn't have liked. But No, not a big fan yeah, of black I'm, pants. Covington's got yeah, the it, good unis, too. It looked, yeah. yeah. It looked the part. It was pretty cool. Um, no. But, yeah, and, and Dave and I, this is probably not a majority opinion, given how poorly the business is done, but Long John Silver's right there across the street oh, from yeah. the field, and Dave and I love That's speaking fish. We hey, made it just in time to get some fish. When your stadium limits where you can eat, and Long John Silver's is one of two options, with the other one being in the same restaurant, I mean, it's going to stay in business, right? Oh, man. It's, it is strategically placed right across the street from a high school. So, smart. Maybe the other Long John Silver's uh, should have done that. Yeah, there's not very many places left with Long John's, I feel like. Yeah. No, when I see one, I do stop, because I'm like, well, I, don't know when, <laughs> I don't know when I'll see one again. <laughs> this could be never... But, yeah, back to the baseball. Uh, like I said, you're going to hear from Trevor Rogers and then the coach, Alex Kotmeyer, here in a little bit. But I, my final thought from that game was it featured two teams at the top of the South and actually heading into tonight, which, again, it's Monday, June 18th when we're recording this. They were tied for first, and Covington got a big, big win in extras against the Charlottesville Tom Sox, the defending champions who – Gave them everything they could, uh, and they just came up short on Saturday night. So now we'll get ready for these interviews here. First up, we'll have the big home run hitter, Trevor Rogers. We have Trevor Rogers with us here on 4D Sports, and Trevor, you pulled one right down the line, and it stayed just fair for you. Uh, uh, talk about that at bat, and what were you looking for when you came up to the plate? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh... I was leading off the inning. I, I was honestly, I was thinking about just hitting the ball the other way. I recognized first pitch inside fastball, and I just kind of reacted to it. All right, well, you guys got a big win tonight against uh, Charlottesville, who's right behind you in a battle for first place with two first place teams. Talk about what this means, mean uh, what this win means to this group of guys here. Uh, it's still early in the season, but every game, every game matters, and. When we go beat a good team like that, it, it feels great, man. All right, you guys have a big doubleheader coming up uh, with all the rain. Uh, how does that does that impact you guys with all these makeups having to be crammed together, or is it just you know another day, another game for you guys? Uh, I mean, I think it's just an easy. Just we go out and we play a quick one, play another quick one. So it's not not too bad for us, I don't think. All right, well we'll get you out of here on a couple just for fun questions we ask everybody. Uh, first one. What is your favorite animated Disney movie? Oh, easy. That is uh, The Lion King. Oh, we love that answer. Okay, and another question here. 
What is a song that you like that you're afraid to admit to other people? There's a lot. Um, I'd have to go with anything by Whitney Houston. Oh, wow. All right. Well, thanks, Trevor, and good luck. How are you doing? You too. Okay, guys. So I think it's always great. I love that he was honest about that. Uh, first question about the home run where he said, I was actually going to go opposite field, recognized inside fastball, and just turned on it. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of, uh, you know, going up to hit sometimes is that you know what you're looking for and you tell yourself, All right, I'm not going to swing if it's not that pitch. Mm-hmm. And then as it's coming in, you know, it, it looks the size of a beach ball and everything seems to slow down and you're like, oh, dude, I, I need to hit this. <laughs> and so you yeah, just kill he, it. He almost, it was, we couldn't really tell if it was fair or foul. I was going to say, the home run maybe not without controversy i don't know i didn't see anyone arguing right so i mean and there is that fence behind the fence mm-hmm. that goes farther down so it might be a little deceiving to your eyes looking when you're not too close to it but yeah it it looked like it hooked around the foul pole but calls the call and it was a home run so let's talk about and i you'll hear me ask alex Kotmeyer some of the same questions uh i did ask him about the games being crammed together and he answers it a different way which i think is interesting but it's nice to get the players and the coaches' perspective on that. But let's break down these two questions that we always break down the most. Favorite Disney movie, The Lion King. Wow. Brilliant answer from Trevor Rogers. Yeah, I feel like that's might be the classic. You can't argue with The Lion King if somebody says it's your favorite. Uh, for some reason, that's like one of the earliest movies I can remember watching. Um, but yeah. It's, Probably because it was traumatizing. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, lots of well, lots of characters died. One of the last ones where Disney allows you know kids to adapt to adversity. <clears throat> yeah, watching that movie. You know, based off a Shakespeare play, so it's good. It's quality. Based off Hamlet, in case you were wondering. Yeah, I was. I did not <laughs> know that. Okay. Yeah. And for songs that he's afraid to admit to other people that he likes, Whitney Houston. Not crazy, but there are there are a few that are good. Yeah. I will always love use the one. Yeah, that's the, that's the big one. I, I'll say that one I like. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Whitney Houston, but mm. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Tell, I'm not gonna tell a guy that his answers are lame yeah. if he's being. There's honest no wrong answers. No, we want honesty, yeah. and there are no wrong answers here. You're right. Yeah, there are no wrong answers. So we appreciate Trevor Rogers for taking the time to talk to us and dealing with those two silly questions at the end. Again, uh, anybody who answers those, just know that we in our hearts will always love you. For that <laughs> <laughs> but all right so now let's get to alex Kotmeyer, the coach of the covington lumberjacks and let's hear what he had to say we have alex Kotheimer with us here on 40 sports and coach of the covington lumberjacks coach this was a battle of two first place teams pretty early in the season still but still two first place teams and you took down the defending champion who's been hot you guys have been hot all year talk about what this win means to your club right now Man, that was an awesome game. Uh, we're in the middle of a six-game and five-day stretch, so coming into it, we wanted to win five out of six. That was our team goal, and so far we've won the first four, and getting a marquee win like that over Charlottesville was a big time for us, so we're excited. All right, and you mentioned the five games in, or six games in five days, and that's because of the rain. Have you seen any fatigue from your players? Do you expect to see any as the season goes on because, you know, if probably expecting more rain as the season goes on and that means even more games crunched together yeah ending the six game set with a double header is definitely gonna be tough on our bullpen arms but I, th- I have confidence in our starters and the fact that there's seven inning games will help us out but we've definitely seen a little fatigue um we've got to shut some guys down due to some arm soreness so we're just being careful with that because it's early in the season so 
we're excited to get all these games back in because for a while there we were sitting there, rained out, nothing we can do about it. So it's better to be on the field than off. Yeah, and uh, we noticed uh, you guys were really using the speed on the base pass, especially late in the game. Talk about the weapon that that kind of you guys have in that department. It basically won us the game because he stole second, they overthrew it, and he took third and then set you up for the sack fly. So, I mean, we have... I think we have a good balance. Um, we have some power hitters. We have some speedy guys. We have good pitching. So, I mean, we have a lot of things that will set you up for success, but the speed aspect is definitely one of our weapons. Um, I want our guys being aggressive, and they take full advantage of it. So it's it's a good thing to have. All right, Coach, we'll get you out of here on two uh, just-for-fun questions we ask everybody we interview. First one, what is your favorite animated Disney movie? Oh, man. That is tough. Oh, man see here i have to say finding nemo okay it's a classic <laughs> all right and what is a song that you like that you're afraid to admit to other people oh no um you know justin bieber had a good stretch there for a little while i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i hope not a lot of people are listening to this but uh yeah definitely not afraid to admit that it was right. good for a little while. But. All right. Well, thanks, Coach, and good luck the rest of the way. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. All right. So you heard it from the coach there. Uh, let's let's talk about the baseball questions first, and then we'll get, uh, then we'll get to jump, business. I wanted to jump right in. I know you did. Um, I think he's right. They did use speed, and I thought it was interesting to hear him take a different take on the number of games being crammed in there. He said the goal was to win five out of six. Well, they won five out of six. They lost the first game of the doubleheader to Winchester yesterday. And then they won the second game. So five out of six on that stretch is really, really impressive for Covington. And I think for the Lumberjacks, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes for them. This is a team that last year struggled a little bit. This year, they're not. This year, they are a very good baseball team. And I, I would agree with Coach Kotmeyer. Um Great balance. I, I found the pitching to be very good last night. I found them to get hits in much-needed spots. We'll go over... Some of the leaders, league leaders here in a minute, but J.D. Mundy from Virginia Tech is having an absolute fantastic season down there in Covington. And, you know, I, I think that's a big difference this year for Covington is their ability to hit and pitch and then using that speed. Wow. I mean, and so that's the difference, right? Covington with one out, and we didn't mention this earlier, Dave, but Charlottesville had a very similar situation where they had, I believe their runner was on third with no outs, and they didn't score him. Yeah, you, you might be right there. They stole second, and he got to third because the ball got away and into center field with no outs. It was a ground ball right to an infielder, and the, th- the guy at third didn't advance, couldn't advance. Then it was a pop-up in the infield, and I don't remember how the last guy got out, but they didn't score. And Covington adversely in the 10th inning steals second a bad throw gets into center field allows him to advance to third and then they get a sack fly and walk it off yeah being aggressive definitely can definitely win you games it can lose you some games if you're not careful but uh they were able to get the right steal the the right opportunities and the right hits at the right time to come through for them and uh the coach touched on it that's a big part of their team is you know speedy guys he wants them to be aggressive and make things happen Okay, now we'll move into the just for fun questions here. So, Brad, get excited. Uh, Disney movie, <laughs> Finding Nemo. Again, no wrong answers. Uh, Finding Nemo is one that I struggle with. 
I think of just because when it came out and what age I was, and it's just not a movie I've ever found myself interested in. I liked it when it came out, and I, I still like it. It's not one I'm going to say, oh, I want to go watch Finding Nemo again. I watched but it the other I'll night. Watch it. Yeah. yeah, it was on TV. Nice. I was like, hey, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's okay. good. And then I enjoyed it. admitting that Justin Bieber had a good stretch. Wow. Uh, good news for him. My question, which stretch is he talking about? Yeah. Early J. Biebs or newer J. Biebs? Like a year ago, J. Biebs? Pre or post Trouble with the Law? There's Bieber? really only that one Bieber song that I like, and I don't know if it's really his or not because everybody's in which it. Which one's that? The was <laughs> I'm the One. <laughs> See, I made it grow on you. Yeah, I'm going to get stuck in my head. Okay. I got him with it. No, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I'm not. I'm not afraid to admit. I knew all the JB songs in that trivia night. So, and they were done in another language. So I had to figure out what song it was. That's, so that's how deep your knowledge goes. Yep. Wow. Well, good news for him. Uh, not a lot of people listen to this, so he's yeah. he's probably safe. Now you might have more people in Covington listening to this one than the other episodes, so that's that's the bad news. They'll they'll know. The PA will probably let them have it. The they PA, might play oh Bieber. my <laughs> gosh! Okay, Covington PA. Yes. If you're going to play Justin Bieber, please let us know, and we will try to make it down. Have a Justin Bieber <laughs> night. Have all the better oh intros be gosh. a Justin Bieber song. It'll be great. Yes. In between oh, innings. Speaking of PA systems, unfortunately. Charlottesville, apparently, for a certain pitcher on their team, and the name is escaping me right now, but they tweeted about it, made his last debut uh, last night of the season in Charlottesville, and apparently his song when he was pitching was the Lion King theme when he would pitch. I don't know why he chose that, but it's cool. They said for the last time, it'll be the Lion King theme tonight, and I'm I just I told him I replied to him, I was like I am so disappointed that we missed this <laughs> because this is something we would absolutely be in love with. Uh, but yeah, Covington, PA, get back on topic here. If you are going to play, if you have a Justin Bieber night, let us know. We will do our best to make it. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. It would be amazing. I, I would enjoy it. I don't even. I'm not really even that crazy for Justin Bieber, but I would I'm not love either. It. But I would love it just for the sheer spectacle. I'm not afraid to admit that I'll I'll back him up and say that there's some catchy songs in there. Yeah, I mean he's not terrible. He, well, okay, there's there's one maybe two that I I'm like eh, I get it. He means he means more than that. But let's go down some of these Valley League league leaders as of again, and I cannot stress this enough to a certain team's social media page. Monday, June 18th is the time of recording, so please don't get mad if these stats have changed. Because uh, but, I'm sure they but will. But what time? 7.42 p.m. <laughs> okay, league leader in batting average at 4.88, Brad. Patrick McCall from Charlottesville. He is raking. Uh, then you have Ryan Hogan from Strasburg, 4.23. Aaron Polinski of Winchester hitting 407. Eric Connor of Stanton hitting 405. Cole Swiger of Stanton 404. And Kobe Lopez of Newmarket hitting 400. So that's six people hitting 400 or better so far in the Valley League. That's an insane stat. Now, oh, these are hitting leaders, by the way. Didn't We'll do uh, pitching leaders next week. In home runs... I mentioned J.D. Mundy of Covington. He leads the league with five. Two more guys have four. 
those are Luke Berryhill of Percival and Troy Weatherly of Percival. So that's pretty, you know, you got three guys there with four already in a season where you're, you're I think Front Royal it has played 12 games. So you're looking probably around that number of games for everybody. In fact, let's look at the Valley League standings now. First place in the North is Front Royal. They are at nine and three. Percival seven and six. Newmarket five and six. Their Newmarket is three and a half out. Percival two and a half out. Winchester at three and seven is five out of first place. They are in the final playoff spot if the season were to end today. Strasburg struggling here to start the season. They're at three and nine and six out of first. One game out of a playoff spot. Woodstock two and ten. They're two out of a playoff spot and seven out of first. We go to the loaded South in the Valley League. Charlottesville and Covington sit on top, tied. Uh, Charlottesville at eight and three, Covington at nine and four. Harrisonburg is seven and five, and a game and a half out of first. Stanton six and six, two and a half out of first. Waynesboro five and five, also two and a half out of first. And Stanton and Waynesboro tied for that final playoff spot. Only one of those teams, one team misses out in the South, and that's this year. I think that's fair. Uh, the South is by far a much better league right now in the first parts of the season. And if you're only interested in Valley League talk, that will be the end of our Valley League conversation here. Uh, but we hope you'll stick around for the rest of the episode. We're going to be breaking down the AL West uniforms. We've done the East and the Central. You can check on the 40 sports podcast page and find those episodes where we break down those, but we're going to be breaking down the AL West uniforms in the next part of the episode. Again, you can find us on Facebook, 40 sports podcast. We're on Twitter at 40 underscore sports. Be sure to like and follow us. That way you won't miss an episode and, you know, keep sharing, sharing our episodes. If we're at a game and you see us, uh, usually I'll be in my USA hat. Come up, say hi. We love talking to fans, especially about baseball. And stay tuned for our talk on the AL West. And if you're still with us, that means you are ready for the AL West breakdown. Again, we hope you have enjoyed the AL East and AL Central breakdown of our MLB uniforms. Tonight, it is the AL West. We have brought Chris Deck in via the phone, and we will get to him here in a second. But let's look at these AL West uniforms, guys. First up, the defending World Series champion, Houston Astros. As I turn the laptop so Brad can see here. Uh, I got to be honest, we previewed this and teased it a little bit as maybe on the last episode are maybe our favorite division in terms of uniforms. Wow. Houston Astros. I got to be honest. I love they're, almost everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've I mean, really outdone themselves. Personally, if you got rid of the all blue hats and just had the blue and orange, I was going to say, I like or the orange, orange and blue. I'm all game for any of those uniform combinations. Yeah. The blue with the orange bill is the hat to go with. I agree. The only thing I don't like is that they don't still wear the Tequila Sunrise ones. I, if they did that, A+. Plus. But um, Yeah, they kind of have a little bit of flavor on the sides of the blue, it looks like, of yeah, that. But it's not the same. It. I almost wish it was just a like a blue with some orange accent and then 
have that tequila. Yeah, I don't like it as an accent on the blues, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's better on the whites. I I want more. I feel like it should be across the middle behind the Astros with that design. Yeah, Chris, let's bring you in here. Uh, What do you think about these uniforms? Um, Big fan. I like the oranges. They're probably my fave. Samesies. Agreed. But I think they're solid, solid across the board. Like I said, the only knock I have are the little, like the trim on the blues. Okay, Brad, uh, anything else you want to say about these Astros uniforms? Again, we've this has kind of turned into your baby here this second. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful all the way across. There's not a whole lot of bad to say. I mean, and the only reason I think I'm not going to give this quite as high of a grade as I gave the Orioles is because I didn't have any problems with any of the Orioles hats that went along with their uniforms. This, I would be very picky about only going with one or two style of their hats, whereas the Orioles, I loved all three. Okay, Brad. Grade time. Oh, well, first, which one is your favorite? Orange, by far. Okay, so all of us are in agreement that orange is our fave. Grade time, Brad. Where are you going? A minus. Interesting. I'm also an A minus. Me too. That's what I was thinking. Chris? Three good. A minus is across the board. Good job, Houston Astros. Well done. Yeah, that is, that is a very good grade, especially to have all of us match on it. Yeah, that almost never happens. Okay, let's go now to the Los Angeles... Los Angeles <laughs> Angels of Anaheim. That's hard to say. All right. So here on the Angels, um, can I be honest? Too much red. Yes, you can. Too much red. I liked it a little better when they were the California Angels and they had some blue in there. I think that's a sharper look. And after getting used to that, it's hard for me to see this and not have that be a part of it. Um. Look, I dig the halo on the A. I think that's cool. I dig the font they have there. You remember the old uniforms where they had the halo on top of the hat? Yeah. Those were rough. Yeah, those weren't good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's for me, it's my only knock is too much red. That being said, it could be much worse. Brad, how, how do you feel about them? I, I do very much prefer the old style of what what was their vest uniforms back when they were the navy blue with the light blue. Um, yeah. Oh, you're talking about... 90s. You're, you're not going back far enough for me. I'm talking about California Angels. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about... Like 90s. Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about the 90s. You're talking Mo Vaughn era. Yeah. Okay. I like that better than this. Um, well, I don't hate the baby blue ones either, though. Good. See, I never really like would have noticed it without having pulled this up, and I, it's true because just seeing like Mike Trout and commercials and stuff. But the red on red on the red uniform, they fell into the same pit as oh, a lot of teams. Broadcaster's worst nightmare. I mean, they did a good job <laughs> having the thick white outline, but again, I just don't like. You don't make your letters the same number as your uniform. It's color it should put some contrast in your uniform please um the grays not that bad as far as grays have been uh white is pretty good it's just yeah it's red and white are their only colors now and i don't i don't really find that too appealing personally but yeah dave what do you think your team (laughs) is also yeah primarily red and white we're close to this yeah i mean we got the red alternates and the grays but uh, i don't mind these I like the little, I guess, collar trim on the reds 
to really set it off, gives it a little bit more white to it, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I don't mind these. I mean, they're solid for what you have to, to work with. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with Brad. The red on red on the Angels, I'm going to kind of follow that theme. It's a little much. I don't think the reds do. Um, but all across the board, I probably dislike the grays the most. I don't know why. I'm just not a big gray fan. But not terrible, not great. Okay, I just want to get that right. You said you're not a big gray fan, but you like their grays the most. No. Not a big gray fan. I don't like their grays. Oh, you do not like the grays. See, that's interesting because I think these grays are actually my favorite. No, I would have to say the white. That's funny because I'm going to say that the red ones are my favorite. (laughs) No, red ones are my favorite. Well, I guess Chris is picking the whites that are his favorite because he said he doesn't like the red on red. He doesn't like grays. Yeah, white for my face. Okay, Okay. so white white uniform takes it. We all picked one. Okay, uh, guys, let's do grades. Brad, what are you giving them? Um, Wow, I guess I'll give them maybe a B minus. Brad, you and I are on the same wavelength tonight. B minus for me. I'll give them a B. Dave gives them a B, and Chris? B plus. Hmm. Okay. This is B plus. Okay. All right. Nice. Next up, the Oakland Athletics. Mm. Lots mm. has a lot of potential. Of uh, don't they look hot? <laughs> they look <laughs> something. I gotta be honest. I've I have forgotten. I actually saw them no, wear see, this. I knew they were gonna do this. I actually saw them wear this not that long ago, and I was like, oh man. Um, they need to bring back the all green, green mm, pants. No. No. Yeah. No, it's not a softball team. Brad, uh, we'll let you open this up here. Some curly mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the curly mustache, they got to wear the yellow. And uh, I got to say, as much as I didn't think I would ever like a yellow uniform, it looks good with the green. It does. Um, the green uniform on the far right of this picture, love that. Uh, the other green one, it's not hot. a huge fan when they wear that kind of green, but it I can see how it could work. Um, not sure with the way they did that, how it really works out that good. I don't know. Maybe it's – help me out here. What, what's the color of the bill on that hat? Also green. green. Oh, lame. See, no. No, if it was that's yellow, it would be that. better. This is like their throwback. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the gray uniform, that's an all-dark green hat. Correct. Uh, don't like that either. You gotta and have, the outline of the A is in yellow. Well, well, you want to wear a yellow hat? No, I want them to wear the green hat with the yellow bill like all the other uniforms have because that, that's the best-looking hat you have. Why would you ever go with anything else? I agree. Are we talking about the gray, are we talking about the gray hat? Yeah, the all green with the white letter A and the yellow trim, yeah. It's, it's not good. Oh, yeah, I do not like that hat. I don't no. like that hat either. Um, love the away uniform, the, the gray. As far as grays go, it's perfectly done. They don't have the problem of having to few of colors without contrast that they have to put white as the outline. They've got a nice yellow outlining the green. And uh, the white uniform, as good as any other white uniform, I would say. It, I like the color combination of green and yellow. Not a lot of teams do that. And I think it looks good overall. Font looks a little familiar. Yeah, very familiar. Being an Orioles fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, same font as the Orioles. Uh, I'm with you. I, like the, I love the yellow uniforms. I think the yellow ones are my favorite. I might go green, the far right green. <laughs> Not the bright green. I, I, also I love like all the, those alternates. The bright green would be better, I think, if the hat was a yellow bill. Uh, 
it's just hard for me to accept the bright green knowing that their other green is or their normal team color is a darker green. Yeah, it's, and I I like that more. It looks a lot better with the it looks I don't know, it looks more like a rich like I don't know, you get get the fuller feel of the contrast now, that way. Let me say this. Winchester Royals, that's Winchester Royals green, yeah. that bright green, and that's yeah. fine on them because I'm not used to seeing them in a darker green. Right. So it's it, for you me it's that a familiar from, that was going to be my call. <laughs> yeah, for me it's more of a familiarity thing. I'm familiar with the Oakland A's having a darker green, so this kind of scares me. <laughs> what are you, Sorry what are to steal your, your thunder Chris? there, Chris. Sorry. I was, I've been holding out. I got stuck being last. I had, no, I had to wait. I was hoping right. it five Go ahead with the Winchester Royals green. Um, you love them, right? Is, we're, we're, is it my turn yet? Yeah, go. <laughs> okay. Just want to double check. Only knocks that I really have on these uniforms in general, I don't like the road hat that much. And then I wish their socks on the Winchester Royals uniforms were green with yellow stirrups. To kind of uniform that. Other than that, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see what you're talking about there. I do love the stirrup socks, though. Yeah. Stirrups are... I like the stirrups a lot better than the other. The, the socks nowadays is. are getting kind of weird. Designs. Quadruple socks. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like every team's wearing those. Quadruple stripes. It's like old, old-timey old football, almost. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I've already said my favorite is the yellow. Brad, you said your favorite is the dark green. Dave, you said your favorite was. Well, I like them all, but I might I probably go with the uh, the alternate one, light green, old school. Wow. Okay. Okay. Chris, favorite. Um, it was it's a toss up between the yellow and the uh, dark green alternate, but I'm going to go with the yellow. Love it. Okay. okay, Chris, we we've been making you go last, so give us your grade first. Grade. I'm giving them an A. I know they have it on Flat the hat, in. and we'll be interested to see when it gets back around to Brad. That's been a rule for Brad so far. Um, <laughs> a seems a little high for me. I'm, I'm going to give him a B. B. You know what, Joe? It's not high enough. Give him an A+. Plus. No. Okay, you're insane. Yep. It's, it's, a, a, it's an A- minus it's for the same him. reasons that the Houston Astros got an A-. minus. Change there were that some little, things they did wrong, but it's still overall you would change, really good. Change that little S on their hat to a plus. No. You see nothing <laughs> wrong with these uniforms. There's no way they can improve them. That's what it no, is. No, what are they going to do? Put uh, green pants. Not wear that stupid hat not that's on the, the away green, one. Green pants on not that green the, one? Well, I mean, for you, yeah, I guess. I love them. I don't know what it is. It's... Wow. They got a 95 for me. A 95, a solid A. Chris. In, Ooh, some, these are hot in too. some places, that rounds up to an A+. All right. Let's, let's I'm going 10-point grading scale. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on from the Oakland A's to the Seattle Mariners, which may be best uniforms in the division. Uh, wow. I just love everything about these uniforms. <laughs> right? Like, they they knocked honest. it out of the park with the throwbacks. Their alternate color one looks hot. Golly day, I love it. Uh, the throwbacks are... The, yeah, you're right, Dave. The throwbacks are great. The home uniform is cool. The away uniform is cool. Both alternates are cool. Uh, wow, this is just such a great <laughs> uniform. I love the little uh, baseball compass little deal mm-hmm. uh, on their font or script or whatever you want to call it. I love it on the S on the hat. Uh, 
look, I don't hate the all blue hat here for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, I think the alternate number two that has the teal or whatever you want to call that color, uh, Bill, I think that's the best. Uh, I, I think that's actually my favorite uniform out of the bunch. But wow, these uniforms are awesome from these Seattle Mariners. Brad, uh, what do you think? I do have to agree um, the with what you said with the hat. I personally would choose to put that with the other three uniforms that are not the old, well, the alternate one on this one. But um, I also do not hate the all blue on it. Um, so again, that's me being picky. Um, it's not something they did wrong. It's just something I prefer. And I mean, really, it it does look good all the way through. Uh, help me. Is there white outline on that gray uniform or no? I, I can't really see. Uh, yes, but it is also trapped is it inside triple, of a teal. It's triple outlined. Mm-hmm. See that that fixes for some reason for me that just fixes everything. It's weird. I don't know. Take notes, New York Yankees. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you should add a third color, New York Yankees. Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I I don't know. It looks really good. I like it. It's hard to pick a favorite uniform out of this. I think. Oh, very much hard, but I, you know, I, I made the. I'm gonna have to go with teal for me. Dave, how do you feel about these uniforms? Uh, I love these two. Um, all the alternates. Pick one out of a hat, and they could be my favorite. Um, that's tough. I'd probably go teal too, because I can just picture King Griffey running around in it. But I love those throwbacks too. Chris, what do you think about these Mariners? Um, big fan. The only one I'm not huge on is the first alternate. I'm not a big fan of the Ooh, blue. You don't like the throwback. I know. Mm. I know. I get, I get why they have them. The teals would definitely be my favorite though. Okay. So we're all in agreement. And I'll just jump on board with everybody else. Yeah. Besides the blue uniform. I'm not super high on it. Not you, high on the blue. You don't like the blue uniform. You mean the old one? The old not, one. Not a big fan. You mean alternate number one. Correct. Okay. I thought you were talking about <laughs> number three. Yeah, we will have no, to take oh, no, 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 no. that's on me. Blue. That's on me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the throwback. Right. Okay. Well, it's grading time, and this is where I think Dave messed up because he's already handed out an A mm-hmm. plus. No, these are right there days. with him, dude. No. Whoa. Um, wow. Brad, grade time. I don't think anybody in the MLB is going to get an A plus from me. I've already given this out is one like, A plus. This is going to be like my third. <laughs> I've given out one A+. This is an A, um, and I think, you know, could have been even higher, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how they would have done it, but A. Dave. Just principal. Dave, A+. A I also am an A-plus here. I love everything about these uniforms. I know if you're listening, you were probably, that was probably a great uh, sound bite there with, that looks cool, that looks cool, <laughs> that looks cool. But honestly... The logo on the sleeve, it's just great. Uh, these uniforms are fantastic. Whoever designed the Seattle Mariners uniforms for 2018, hats off to you. You are doing amazing work right up there with the Orioles for me. A+. Plus. You didn't no. give the Orioles an A+. Plus. Yes, I did. Did you? Mm-hmm. I feel like I did, too, but I can't remember. Chris, where are you going with this? I'm going to go A-. minus just because of the first alternates that I'm not big on. <laughs> okay, wow. And Brad, what did you give him? A. Okay. All right, well, that leaves one team left, and guys, I like this team's uniforms too. Let's go. Mm, yep. 
Texas Rangers. Yes. Uh, Brad and I have actually seen these uniforms quite a bit. Uh, seen we've been all, to all, probably all of them except the grays. Yeah, person. we've been we've been to quite a few Texas Rangers games out there at the ballpark in Arlington. The font is cool. I dig the Texas font. Uh, it's pretty similar to the Angels font without the halos. Uh, the hats are cool. I dig the blue hats and the red hats. Both colored uniforms, the blue and the red uniform, I think, are perfect for each other. Again, because the blue hat goes with the blue uniform and the red hat goes with the red uniform, I don't know if it gets any better than that. You might be looking at these going, wow, there's not really a lot going on with this uniform. But to me, the simplicity is all with this team and the way they have the font and the colors they use is almost what makes it beautiful. It's red, white, and blue. It's American. It's Texas. Texas Rangers, um, if I have to pick a favorite. Can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I'm stuck between the blue and the red. Um, Which favorite color, blue or red? I guess red. I like the red one more. Ask me Ask me tomorrow, and it might be the blue one. Brad. Well, I'm going to tell you what. what. Talk to us. It's, it is simple. Too simple. I huh? like the simplicity of it. It's not too simple like the New York Yankees. Um, now you might say, "How is this not as? How is this more complex than pinstripes?" Right? Well, because come on, pinstripes. How is that complex? Let's be let's be real. Um, you know what cancels out the simplicity? You slap that flag of Texas on there, and it makes these uniforms look way cooler for some reason. I don't know why. You slap the flag of Texas on just about anything, and it looks really cool all of a sudden. I don't know why. And maybe it's because their colors are the colors of the flag of Texas, but I mean it just seems, it just goes right. It just it just feels right all the time. Let, let's talk about the difference that the Texas Rangers have compared to everybody else. Uh, except the Angels. Angels have angels written on everything. Texas has Texas written on everything. They do. You do not see Rangers on one thing. I think yeah. that's I didn't even notice firstly, that. Yeah. First off, I think that's Texas Pride. That mm-hmm. it, trust me, no one loves Texas more than people from Texas. Uh, and secondly, I think it works. It's Texas in blue with white, a white outline, and then a red outline on top of that with the doubles outline on the home and the road uniforms. And then on the alternates, it's Texas in white. The blue uniform has a blue outline, then red. The red has red outline, then blue. Very wise choices from yeah. the Texas Rangers uniform crew. I mean, a part of me wants to say maybe the blue hat should have a red bill and the red hat, the hat should have a blue bill, but, I mean, nah. I don't think I get, it looks I get, good. Something I get I'd like to this. see, it might not look right since they're, most of their emblem is a white, but like a different color front on the hat, you know, like the Nationals and Orioles do sometimes. What do you call that? The bicolor hat? Yeah. I think since the letter is white, I think it would be weird. Yeah, yeah that it, might make it look probably odd. Probably wouldn't work because of that white. You could throw some kind of alternate hat like that in there. I think it would look good with the rest of the uniform. I will say this. I can't even read Texas on the front of the gray uniforms from over here. Looks uh, like you're, a you are kind of far away. Yeah, but the way the <laughs> outlines are, it looks kind of weird. It looks like there's. It looks like it's almost ghost written on there. <laughs> Chris, what do you think about these Texas Rangers? Um, this is a classic case of less is more. Um, they just went super simple. I like how the Texas popped off the front of all the uniforms. That's the focus. Um, Not the gray ones, it doesn't. 
just make sure everything is simple, but it pops. Big fan. If I had to pick a favorite, I'm going to go with the Reds. See, I'm going to go with blue as my favorite. Okay. Dave. Yeah, I was on the blues. Okay, so we're two and two, and I'm fine with that. Look, like I said, ask me tomorrow. It, it might be the Blues. I don't know. It might be the Whites. It might. No. It'll either be the Blues <laughs> or the Reds. And that's not me knocking the Whites. It'll either be the Blues or the Reds as my favorite. Guys, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Two A-pluses in one oh. night. Wow. I don't know if I'm going to do Yeah, but that. you put them on the wrong two. No, I did not. Seattle Mariners, Texas Rangers. Both A-pluses tonight. I would love to shake the hand of whoever made those uniforms. Brad, what grade are you giving them if it's not an A-plus? Let me hang on. You can't give him a T. Well, yeah, okay. A T is not a grade. All right, I'm going to go with All right, I'm between two letters here and I'm going to go on the upper side of it. I'm going to go A minus. Wow. I'll give him an A. Chris. A plus. Love it, Chris. I absolutely love it. I would high five you if you were here. Phone five. Phone five. <laughs> All right. So that is our breakdown of the AOS. We will be headed to the National League. We will oh. be talking to, about Chris's beloved Nats jerseys oh, they got next. A lot. The Nationals, maybe the only thing. I can talk about how the Braves have made their fair share of mistakes with their <laughs> uniforms in the recent past. Oh, you got to love those blues, right? The blue, no. the blue, on, blue, the blue. on blue <laughs> with a blue hat with no red bill. Oh, yeah. It's gonna what be did they do? Okay, well, no, no more spoilers for the people at home. <laughs> uh, but we'll be talking about that next week. Let's move on to this day in history. For today, again, June 18th, the War of 1812 begins. Can we get a little breaking news here real quick? Uh, since we were talking about the Nationals. Okay. Kelvin Herrera to the Nationals. Chris, what do you think about that? Who do we give up? <laughs> Good question. Does not say. I like it. Purple can <laughs> Okay, so you're really excited about Kelvin Herrera joining the Nats bullpen. But back to this um, game. Bu- Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Our bullpen can't get worse. It can only get better. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. That's kind of experience. He's pitched in the playoffs. He's been successful in the playoffs, unlike our bullpen. So. That's how I feel about the Orioles in general. <laughs> But uh, going back, War of 1812 begins on June 18th, 1812. And just in case people were curious, it was actually between England and the United States. And England (laughs) burned down the White House, not Canada. So just remember that. And in case you're listening to this tomorrow, June 19th, in 1953, the Rosenbergs were executed. Of course, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, who were convicted of conspiring to pass U.S. atomic secrets to the Soviets, were killed at, executed, excuse me, at Sing Sing Prison in New York. So, two very happy, uh, yay for uh, war and Soviet spies. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Facebook, 40 Sports Podcast, on Twitter, at 40 underscore sports Be sure to stay with us. You can always tweet us or Facebook us on there. Let us know what you think. Uh, Tell us how we did in our uniform grades. Uh, Mike Wolfrey has been really active on that. We appreciate that and him giving us his thoughts on the uniform grades. Mike Wolfrey, let me just say this. If you think the New York Yankees are as good as these AL West uniforms, 
you are stone cold crazy. <laughs> he did give them an A minus. Wrong. But for Chris, Dave, Brad, and myself, I'm Joe. Thanks for listening to 40 Sports. Be sure to keep on checking us out. Until next week, good night.